Hi, this is uh, Srinivasan again from CFO Bridge. I, th in this topic, we are going to talk about the most vexed problem in any enterprise, which is collection, receivables management. We divided that into three parts. We are going to talk about in part one about the data that we need to have. And then part two is about the actual collection process and part three is about escalation. If, if those things are not working, then what do we do? So now let's talk about data. In our experience, most of the times what we saw as the single biggest problem is having multiple sources of data. You know, when you go to a meeting for collection, the collection team brings one data, finance team has got another data and uh, you know there can be another data also. You know, if two people are there, there are three types of data. Uh, what is important is to have fundamentally a single source of data and consistently follow the single source of data. Even if it is wrong, only that single source of data has to be corrected. We can't have parallel source of data. And that leads to multiplicity of issues. For example, the the collection team will say, "Look, this this advance is not adjusted against this particular item." Um, so, if there is any feedback like that, please feed it into the the person who is maintaining the single source of data, and that will ensure what is called fidelity to the whole process. Single source of data is the most important process to start the entire collection process. Now the collection team, it is, you know, there's, it's sort of an age-old uh, debate, various departments, I have seen various methodologies, whether the collection team reports into the uh, finance team or it is part of the sales team or there is a dedicated separate collection team. My vote is for having a dedicated collection team or at least have a dedicated collection person and that person should have you know you then 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 there are possibilities of training him in interpersonal skills communication skills collection techniques um, the way of communicating all those things are all possible because i am telling you collection is going to happen most likely by a phone call than by way of an email most of the times it is an AND and it is not an R. You got to send an email, follow it up with the collection and collection phone call and then follow it up with an email which is recording the conversation. These are all important. So it is better to have a dedicated collection person and uh, and then you, you know you, you also need to have a particular segregation, dedicated collection days for different customers. Um, you know it is very important do not call for collection on, on, on a Monday. Monday morning, Monday afternoon are definitely not suitable for collection. Our experience says that the second half of Tuesday is ideal to send a collection email. And data says that by Tuesday second half, people have done with their routines, their meetings, and they are sort of, you know, it's sort of a, a, a slightly leisurely day in, in the whole five days. And, and it is it's an ideal appropriate day for collection mails to go in for. 
and we also see that once in a while a male should go in the name of the ceo the senior most guy at the end of the day you know the buck stops with the ceo and the ceo should take uh, personal interest and once in a while a sample email should go from the ceo's desk at random for some collect you know it is not necessary that the you know the customer has to be a high value customer or something like this it doesn't matter at random a mail should go from the ceo's place for for collecting and uh, there is there is one more very important thing that we have seen what is the sanctity behind having a a 30 day collection cycle 30 day 45 days and you know 90 days or 60 days what is the sanctity why not have 14 days uh, i i haven't i haven't seen i mean 30 days is just given i mean any company that applies a 30 day credit cycle we checked with them why do you apply a 30 day credit cycle they just you know that's that's the norm the norm comes from where what is the necessity you know what is the underlying product what is the scarcity of the product what is your buying power what is your selling power and what is the customer situation lot of things has to go into the possibility of extending the credit time and sometimes if we just have a 14 day uh, collection period it becomes easy to have collection happening within the first month and an ability to actually call for uh, 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 the collection um so what is the real credit period is is something that one has to rework every company for every customer we have to rework we got to apply our mind it, it, most of the time the 30 45 60 or 90 is are all given and sometimes it is quite possible that you gave somebody a 45 day credit and the guy may be actually taking 90 day credit if that is the case i would actually recommend that you go back and renegotiate with him saying that look buddy i am giving you 90 days credit you better stick to this 90 day credit and you know 90 cannot become 120 again and and be serious about it and have a, a proper dialogue and have some and, and and get the commitment from the um the the customer saying what is the real credit day and it is it is very important to reinforce and get the commitment and rework this day rather than just following very ritualistic 30 40 60 and something like that these are some of the important aspects that we have learned in our collection and in the next lecture i will talk about the actual collection process thank you